Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. It's Cash the Ticket. Week 2 college football is here. Great Review, subscribe, little tempo. Rate, review, subscribe. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. As always, feedback, questions, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Mikey, how you feeling? Super. Proud to be here. Proud to be broadcasting with you today. Proud that we both have winning records. Proud that, I don't know, Jim, this is the hottest pod in America. Proud that NFL football's back. Proud to be an American. Stay Just tuned. Beaming with pride today. NFL episode this week. Mike is eight and three after a seven and three week, scorching hot. And mm. I am eight and five. That's a winning record. We're doing well. Jim, Jim, you don't apologize to nobody. You know how hard it is to pick these games in week one with no data points? Please. Most betters in America right now probably look like Dabo Sweeney after Duke spanked him. I'm proud to be where we're at. You know what I think some of it this is? This is a street fight, people. We did those previews, and that's out there for people. And even the games we didn't play, we got messages from people going, hey, I heard you talking up Oregon State, so I grabbed them. Right. I heard you talking up. So, people, that stuff's still relevant. If you're trying to do a little deeper dive on a game that maybe we don't cover in depth, check the feed, Correct. go back, do not miss that. Full conference previews and the NFL, which doesn't even kick off yet, so make sure you do your homework on that. 100%. And it's all free. It's all there. So just get in the timeline and, and rock and roll. Notifications on. And one note that you made, because uh, you were kind enough to do the mailbag Monday when I had the day off. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's an on-demand style. Yes, the whole episodes. Love to have you listening to those. Love to make your way through them. Let's face it, that's where the advertising lies. However, we are a pod for the people. It's an on-demand style. So we're going to go through a bunch of games today. Maybe you're busy. Maybe you're on your way to the cider mill or taking your kids to some bullshit soccer game. I don't know. The point is... Hey, man, I only care about NC State and Notre Dame, and here it is on my timeline. Hit the button. We'll have them all broken up for you. Whatever works for you, that's how this pod works. Before we go to the board, do you have a theme for week two, Mike? Um, I think the theme for me would be self-control. I think the theme would be don't be an asshole. I think the theme would be you're not as good as you think you are. Yep. In fact... Look in the mirror and say it. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> Approach this. <laughs> Thank you. No, for that. it's like, isn't that what Riley Leonard's mom tells him oh, to do yes. quarterback? So we're watching it. It's you suck. His mom just shits on him before yeah. every game because he's nobody he else wears is hard to. Bracelet that his own mom and it says you suck on it, and it's his way of staying grounded. So I'm actually going to be, like, calling Jim before the game start, and I go, have you put your bets in, little buddy? And he's going to go, no, Mike, I haven't. Good. You know why, Jim? You're a piece of shit. <laughs> You're no good at this. Now, You're going to lose every right. game. That's his now, mom, like his own mother. And then it's great. Tom Luganville's like, and she's not that kind of woman. Like, how do you know, Tom? You got to, like, go back right. way back in the day. That was a you know fun what, honestly, note. Yeah. I would love intel from the people. I think the biggest takeaway from week one of college football is who is Tom Luganbill? ESPN laid off everybody. How does Tom Luganbill survive? Who is Tom Luganbill? He was like a recruiting guy at one point. Now he's a sideline guy. Who is, I want to get a t-shirt that says, who is Luganbill? He, he, has, he has a top 25 matchup this week. We will get to it with the board. He is on a featured game this week 
on ESPN. All right, in honor too. of Riley Leonard's mom, Jim, podcast like a champion today. You stink. Let's go. Let's do it. You're not as good as you were a week ago. That's the reminder. Do not overreact to some of these teams. The board is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. All lines are from FanDuel as of Wednesday's taping. Now, we will remind you as we go, there's a half point here, half point there. You know what to do. You look for the best number you can find, but the numbers we give you are from FanDuel Sportsbook. And just so you know, from an episode standpoint, guys, we will not be doing it, but we will not pick games on Wednesday. I had a scheduling conflict. I had to do the New York show because the Lions play Thursday night. Normally, we'll be picking the games on Thursday, giving you even more accurate lines. Got to roll with the punches here, guys. You know, we, we, me and Jimmy are content uh, machines over here. So we have to deliver, which means we had to do a uh, Wednesday morning taping uh, in two different sides of the globe. All right, Jim. We do this the only way we know how. We go right into the rat garbage. And a team that I feel like you are the mascot. Take them Friday night. Take them to 730. Take them to ESPN, the Ocho. Take them to Lawrence, Kansas. Kansas, minus three against the Illini. Friday night, 730. ESPN, two. Not the Ocho. They're putting it (laughs) out there for people to watch. (laughs) Cornhole Challenge leads live into Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> Have uh, you ever seen those guys on the Cornhole Challenge when they interview them? No. Dude, they, Evan would love it. They act like wrestlers. They get up there like Macho Man and, and Ultimate that. Warrior, the Ultimate Maniacs. They're screaming, and it's like, dude, you're tossing hacky sacks for a living. Let's dial it down a notch, shall we? No, dial it up a notch. I like it. My lean here, and I, you know what? Hell, let's make it a play. My beautiful fake birds, they're wearing the all-black unis. That's an autoplay, Mike. Jalen Daniels, he missed the opener. He is expected to play. I love the offense. And you watched a little bit of Illinois Toledo. The Rockets should have won that game. So tell me why I shouldn't just go Kansas minus the three. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things. A, we talked about it. I, I do have a, on the preview episodes, there is a, a future play, a small one, of Texas beating Kansas in the Big 12 for like a zillion dollars. Mm-hmm. I think there's upside to Kansas. What my fear is, I don't have a read on them because they played a one A school in the opener. Versus Illinois, I, I think it's fair to say, played a good MAC team with a very good MAC quarterback. And your guy, going to butcher his name again, Don Terry Finn? Daquan Finn. Whatever. D. Finn. The, the point is, I worry that all of a sudden we're shitting on Illinois, who's a Big Ten program that some, including Jim Costa, believe could factor into the West. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, what, Kansas is just laying a field goal. I, I'll i be honest, this game, this game gives me agita. I don't feel comfortable about this game. I want to watch it. I'll be pumped up about it. But, but isn't Kansas but I, I a can't better take a Toledo? Side here, buddy. A better Toledo, I, I Kansas, don't know. right? That mobile quarterback, Daniels is better than Finn. No doubt. And, and Leopold's scheme is fabulous. It's great. But the creativity, the option. Is, their defense is horrific. Yeah, but do you I'd think Illinois Kansas is a team defense. that if this game gets a little up-tempo and the points are being traded back and forth, I don't think Illinois keeps up. Listen, I think Kansas is rocking the best uniforms in America this week, Hell and yeah. I support you chasing your dreams and playing it. This is not a play for me. This is a Friday night game where you relax and watch what I think could be fireworks. The problem, the total has skyrocketed. I can't go from a total, and I'm banned from totals, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm banned in the USA. Uh, 51.5 on the open. It's sitting at 58.5. I I want no part of it. Yeah, I want no part of it, buddy. So if you play Kansas, that makes me feel better because we talk about when you're covering a number in a high scoring game, eh, you don't sweat three points. At least I don't. All right, I'll go Kansas minus the three. Our second game, and we're going in chronological order. We flip to Saturday. Number 22, ranked Colorado, minus two and a half against Nebraska. This game, this is a delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavor Crust Pizza for the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. Mike? Coach Prime delivered a whooping to that ass. Mm -hmm. That was something what they did to TCU. You tell me, though, because is this an overreaction? They're ranked. Everybody loves them. The public is all over Colorado. 
and the line's hovering there at two and a half. This is this is FanDuel shaking their ass, daring you to bet Colorado. They've already received all the money they could get, and they're still going, hey, we're right here. All you got to do is give up two and a half, bet Colorado at home. Deion Sanders, it's free money. Bet, bet the Buffaloes. We bet Nebraska, right? <laughs> Where's the sad trombone? Buddy, everything you just said is right. People, he's right. This guy's sharp as a razor. You know the problem? Nebraska might be the one team in America I can't pull the trigger on because they need an exorcism. The coaches change. The players change. Heartbreaking one-score losses don't. Everything, uh, Jim, everything you said, it was poetry. I mean, you you were out there. You, you deserve a Tony Award on Broadway. <laughs> How do you bet Nebraska after what we just watched with Matt Rule, which looked like Scott Frost? which look like every other Nebraska team we've watched for the last five years. I'm paralyzed with fear. I'm with you. The setup is right there. Everyone, Coach Prime, you're so sexy. Everyone, Colorado, the IT team, they got the juice. Oh, my God, coming home, we're facing this broke-dick Nebraska team, and you look at the line, it opened up Colorado minus one. And everybody telling Colorado how pretty they are. But, Jim... How do I bet Nebraska? Jeff Sims can't complete a forward pass. That defense had an utter meltdown late in the game. Now, Colorado won't have the element of surprise. Everyone saw the offense they're running now. We have tape. You didn't have that. And Colorado, look, you know I love their OC, who was the head coach at Kent State, Sean Lewis. I I love everything about it. If I had to play it, it would be Nebraska. But, man, you can call me whatever names you want, Jim. I, I... Nebraska, I have PTSD. I, I just, I can't. I can't do it. This I'm is sorry. one of those games. People who've, who've been with us going back to the college basketball season, we had the system, not a system. You don't ask why. If it doesn't look right, you bet it. This is a Nebraska play. Now, if you shop around, I've seen three, and as of today, I saw three and a half at a book. But at two and a half, that's FanDuel saying we aren't afraid we aren't afraid. We're trying to sucker as many Colorado betters as we can possibly get because we know we don't lose money. The book doesn't lose money. We feel good about Nebraska. They have a position on the Cornhuskers. Let me make a, a suggestion. You don't. You sure as hell don't have to listen to it. Um, I think there might be, wait for it because I don't have access to the cactus, value, value. by not betting. Yeah, there's my guy. Um is there value in waiting until the end of the week? It's clear. Colorado might be the most public side of the week. Do you get three and a half? Do you get four? I mean, I'm asking. I think if you have the ability to wait, and we have to make a pick on the podcast, I don't. But if you have the ability to wait, you're listening to this. Yeah, I don't think there's any harm in waiting to see if that two and a half turns into a three or a three and a half or four. You don't have to bet it right now. And what's the downside? You wait and it moves to flat two. I mean, you'd still bet it, right, if, if you're all in on Nebraska and the counter to the public. Yeah, Mike, I think most listeners should probably wait at the two and a half, but I'm going to play them at two and a half. Okay. And look, there'll probably be live opportunities in this game where you can do better with Nebraska. I'd be stunned if they got out to some super hot start. Everything screams Nebraska, but that program, the PTSD, the losing culture, I personally, I just, good God, I want no part of it. I, and here's the other thing. I won't be able to stand losing to Deion Sanders. The, the, that act is going to wear real thin real quick with me. If you keep winning, you get to keep doing it. You get to cut the wrestling. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. All right. I, I mean, he's one step from Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Enough. Well, what's next? Are you going to carry a two-by-four in the stadium? Hit anybody who doesn't believe? I mean, come on. Just stop. Coach the damn team. Enough. The next game, number 10, top 10. Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. Everything's looking great. Problem is they haven't played anybody. Minus seven and a half at NC State. Noon kick on ABC. Mike, where are you at? NC State. Home dog north of a touchdown. NC State played a sleepy game that nobody watched against UConn. They were okay. They weren't great. Uh, UConn might be better than we realize. And Notre Dame, let's face it, they got fat on empty calories. They bombed a, a Navy team that's no goddamn good. And then they played uh, whatever, DeVry State University. Tech, yeah, yeah well, whatever it was. They played ITT Tech in, in, in week two. Phoenix Online. Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. A Southern New Hampshire technological <sighs> club. So th- when I look at Notre Dame, it, again, we're talking a massive public team. We're talking all the pop and the sizzle, and, the, and it's like this is a setup. NC State, that defense, the havoc they create. Notre Dame lacking weapons down the field. They didn't. They didn't beat up on Navy with 40, 50, 60-yard plays. They were doing 9, 10, 11 play drives. I don't think you're going on a road and doing that to NC State. Now, I don't have to love NC State's offense. I think you could see a lower scoring game here. And I love the home dog getting north of a touchdown. I'm I'm playing Mr. and Mrs. Wolfie. Uh, I'm playing NC State. I love this play. I'm right there with you. And we talked Notre Dame. I like the Irish. I think Hartman rounds out a good team. They have the run game and they, they have a front seven on defense. But you hit it. Home dog getting north of a touchdown. We have a 20% positive money differential on the Wolf Pack. Now, you just want to talk football. How about this stat? Sam Hartman, he's not a stranger to playing NC State. Three interceptions each of the last two years against this defense. So if he turns a ball People, over low-scoring game, you're getting a you, touchdown. There are, there are many reasons I do this podcast with James Anthony Costa. His looks is not one of them. Mm. It is this level of shrewd, nerdtastic research that complements everything we do. Jim, that is a stat I have not seen. I have not heard. Uh, you want to know why? Incredible. Because I looked Just it up angelic. myself. This wasn't one of those like, oh, you see it on social media, you copy it in your notes. and you. I went back and looked because I knew he had Amazing. struggled, and I wanted to Love quantify it. it. Three picks last year, three picks the year before, and I'll add to this. That NC State defense, they got Peyton Wilson back. He's that middle linebacker in the middle. Top Stunned. 10 run defense a year ago. Top 25 the year before. If you slow down Notre Dame's rushing attack, if you pick off Sam Hartman one, two, or even three times, you hang in mm-hmm. the game with a touchdown and a hook at home. And I kind of think NC State's offense is going to perk up because well, the, the, the connection, the quarterback and the OC, they reunite from UVA there where they is. broke all the records. Brennan Armstrong, yep. you just nailed it. See, this is the other thing that, I, that that Notre Dame hasn't seen this year. Now, again, I, I understand. They've played two games, but Navy didn't have anyone who could pass it. Uh, Milkman University or whatever the hell who they played in week two. Brennan Armstrong is capable of throwing for 200 and running for 100. That's the type of player he is. This is a multi-dimensional quarterback. He has he had no help at UVA from an offensive line standpoint. Uh, he's got the ability, I think, to keep them in this game. I I I love NC State. You know Notre Dame will be dedicated to trying to run the ball. I don't think you're going to make a lot of hay against the Wolfpack that way. And I'm going to take Brennan Armstrong in a, in a little bit of a duel with Sam Hartman. Mm-hmm. Keep this thing close. I love the seven and a half. All in Wolfpack. Same. I played three straight games. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The next one I will not play. 1-800-702-77-HELP Fiesta for Jim Cost. A reminder, we are going to talk through a ton of games. We will not play every game, a little discretion, but we want to talk through <laughs> oh, some really? of the biggest games. I, I, I like that you're offering discretion. Play, 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 play. <laughs> Taking three. Here, let me take the pressure off you. Let me play two games in a row. Okay, how about let me this? Give you a, uh, let's, do, let's do a noon kick, shall we? Yep. VTech at home, laying three to Purdue. Now, look, betting Virginia Tech football, that requires a lot of intestinal fortitude, all right? They're hideous. But here's where we are. If you look at Virginia Tech at home, great stat, in Blacksburg, enter Sandman, month of September, non-ranked teams, they're 16-2. and two. The last 18. Now, when I look at VTech, you're getting a senior quarterback. I ain't telling you to love it. That Wells kid, Grant not Wells. great. Grant Wade, not great. But Purdue looked absolutely horrific. I mean, horrific. Now, Hudson Card, to me, you know, barely completed 50% of his passes last week. They hired a defensive coach, and that defense gave up 500 yards to a rebuilding Fresno team. I think your reward for losing your home opener to Fresno to go on the road in Blacksburg, God, I wish this was a night game, but I'm going to take VTech, the more physical team up front, senior quarterback, home game, and a Purdue defense that if that's what they're putting on tape last week, VTech should be able to carry the day a little bit. And I'm not laying north of a field goal. Am I nuts betting the Hokies here? I know they're gross, but that's as soon as this came out, I go, all VTech all day. Talk to me. I think the cap's good. I mean, you're getting a home team only flipping the three. I think they're the better team. And yeah, Purdue, they just might not be very good. And I'm not telling you VT is, but they're further along with their coach, their system, their defense. It might be an ugly win because Grant Wells, I don't think, is going to light up a scoreboard. But yeah, I mean, what are we talking? Like, um, give me a score. What do you think this would be? Can I, I have an admission. I hate naming a score because okay. I feel like I will always look like an idiot. I'll say 21-17, sure. and it's going to be 58-55 in 12 overtimes. Can't do it. But I, I would say the same thing. Like a 21-17, you're on the right side of things with VT. So you're going to play It's a V-Tech game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the Hokies. I am. I just feel like this is not a good Purdue team. This is going to take a little while to readjust. I understand they're bringing – you know, Graham Harrell's spread offense and the whole bit. I don't think they have the quarterback for it. I'm not a Hudson Card guy. And like I said, when you lose your opener, Jim, and then you come home to get right, that's an angle. Sure. I think when you lose the home opener and then you got to go to one of the tougher places to play in America, man, that's a problem. Have you been there? And VTech is going to be physical. No, it's on the bucket list, man. It really is. Enter Sandman at night. Got to see it. I've been to Blacksburg, but not for a game. And it is like the epitome of like the – the, the, the town, I won't call it a city, is built around VT football. And I've seen the stadium, and it's awesome. And I can only imagine if, if people have Hold been on. there, it's unbelievable. What were you, I'm, I'm sorry, what were you there to do? Were you collecting census data? <laughs> no, I had a were buddy. Were you scoping out I had a buddy a from college who, who ended up out there, and we all kind of you know did the, like the road trip to go see him late summer. So I did the bar hopping, and I as a junkie of the sport, I had to go see the stadium. So I've seen it, siren, but I haven't been inside. That's the most underwhelming story I've ever heard. Oh, that's why I wasn't okay. going to tell it, but I okay. All right, let's move on to the next. VT's <laughs> a play for me. Unbelievable. Do you, do you want to do the Utah-Baylor game where we glossing over it? I think it's worth talking about because it was one of the most stunning results of week one was, was Baylor at home getting truck-sticked by Texas State. And not just because Shapin got hurt, but where's your defense, Dave Aranda? You're giving up 45 points to Texas State? Now your reward is you're at home. 
and you got Utah coming to town, and I understand no idea if Rising's playing. Does it matter? Now, what I promised, what I promised Earth and myself in, in a bit of a, like a, a personal promise, I am not in the college game betting road favorites north of a touchdown. I got myself into trouble with it last year. I can't do this. I just, I, I understand Baylor, the kid filling in, Robertson, the kid from Mississippi State, he no good. That defense, are you going to get square from week one? And now what? You're going to get ready for Utah with that offense, the way they run it schematically? I, Jim, I want to play Utah so bad, but I promised myself, I promised my mother, I won't bet road favorites north to seven. Well, you're not getting the best of the number. This was six and a half when we put it on the sheet early in the week. And I think some of the Baylor QB news and the line's just not where you want it to be. You don't want to be giving up north of a touchdown. Now, Utah's capable. I mean, they proved it last week. Hey, backup quarterback, third-string quarterback, we'll score 30 on anybody. And that's that's one of the most underrated programs in America. Utah with a 12 next to their name feels like the side you want to play, but it's seven and a hook on the road against a Baylor team. Is there any bounce back coming home, right? The thing you talked about with VT and, and Purdue, they're not going home. Baylor comes home rally the troops, slug it out. It's it's not a game I'm going to play, but it was it's it's the ESPN noon game, so I at least wanted to bring it up. I there's part of me going, you know, sometimes we try to make 2 plus 2 equal 5. Mm-hmm. And it's like last week I played the Washington game and I'm going, "Jim, rebuild secondary in Boise. It's Washington at home. That offense is a sizzler. I'm not overthinking it. I'm betting you up." And it blew their doors off. It's almost the same thing here where you're going, all right, when you when you look at this, what when I'm looking at Baylor, and from what I read, I didn't get a chance to watch Baylor, Texas State. I didn't even know if it was on TV. Mm-hmm. The The main issue I'm reading from, from the coverage of that team, the offensive line was a complete disaster, just a total disaster. And now, after managing, what, 3.3 yards a carry against Texas State and giving up three sacks and a zillion pressures, you're facing a Utah D-line? What am I missing here? So you think just hammer Utah? I, I, you don't want to get yourself in trouble, though. I don't. I be, I'm not well, as Well, then use a little discretion. Use the D word. We don't have to bet every game on the board. We've got right, 15 of them. And just know, just know, if we're not watching games together, the text message is coming through. <laughs> God damn it, Utah was free money. Uh, I'll stay away, but if you're asking for a lean, guys, yeah, square as it may sound. I think Utah would be to play. If Baylor can't get right up front on offense and defensively, they're even half as bad as they looked against Texas State. I don't know how you're stopping that team. Let's move along. In the noon window, Troy travels to Kansas State. <laughs> the Little Apple, number 15, Kansas State, minus 16 and a half. <laughs> this is all you. Oh, Jim. Oh, I sound like Romo. Oh, Jim. Oh. Hawaii. I saw the spread and immediately I went, oh boy, trouble. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. I wanted to ask you because you were all over the fun belt last year. How do you arrive at a line of 15 and a half? Troy always brings that defense. They got a really good running back in that Kamani Vidal kid. I just look at it and I go, all right, is this kind of, look, Troy is a dragon slayer. They have the second longest win streak, any team in America. And they've won 12 games in a row, plus the Sunbelt title, plus the bowl game against your Meep Meep. And they can upset teams. This is what they do. They they have been in dogfights with teams like LSU, uh, dogfights with big-name opponents. Any look to this? Or are you going, all right, I understand Troy's physical. I understand they're going to – they'll play up. But this is Chris Kleiman. This is Colin Klein's offense. This is K-State at the Little Apple. I I wanted to just bring it up as a conversation point. I don't know that I would be ready to play it, but I thought Troy was an interesting look for a little something off-brand. Troy's built on their defense, but my understanding, if we go back to the conference previews, I think they lost quite a bit of their defense. Like personnel-wise, they don't return a lot of production on that side, and that scares me. And they lost their coordinator, stud linebacker. Like, if they're not bringing that defense on the road, that's a recipe to get blown out. And that's what the line suggests. All right. You broke my heart. 
Okay, we'll move along. Okay. I'm not going to play it. I, I needed to see if you could, uh, I don't know, if, if there was a way to talk myself into it. But I think this is discretion is the is the better play here. The next game I'm going to play. This is a 3.30 window kickoff. The Luganville special. It's an ESPN 2 matchup. Number 20 Old Miss, minus no. 7. At no. Yulman, number 24 no. Tulane. Why no? If you're betting a road favorite laying north of 7. Because the updated line on FanDuel is 7.5. Do not do it. You rode in last week. You got cocky. They stole your horse. They stole your gun. Mike, I'm they course correcting. ammo bag. I'm course correcting. Now, now you tell oh, me no. if it's an overreaction, but. Now you're betting on the spread master, Willie Fritz. 80% of the bets on Ole Miss at iconic Yulman Stadium. Seven and a half, you're telling me? Did you see any of the game? And I, I paid attention because I bet it. But did you see any of the game they played last week against South Alabama? No, I told you I wanted nothing to do with it. And I was worried for your health betting that So game. like a maniac, here I am watching. Pratt, people think he's an NFL quarterback. He came back. Four touchdowns in the opener. Played great. One incompletion. They have the better quarterback. Maybe the answer is as simple as I... I Maybe South Alabama's good. They're just not Tulane good. Maybe Tulane's still good. So I'll play the green wave. I give you credit because no one's going to be on them. But North to 7, home. Mm-hmm. Yulman, the food trucks outside of Gate B. <laughs> How do you argue with it? I, I listen, Am I, am I, over, I, am I, I just, overreacting the other way? Because no. I was wrong no. week one, but maybe maybe you identify why you were, you were wrong. Yeah, and, and listen – Everyone, if you've listened to the pod, you know I think Ole Miss and the Lane Train are going to have a really nice year. I think they're a player in the West. Um, I feel a little bit vindicated because, look, as much as everybody wanted to kiss LSU's ass, they got run off the field against FSU. Uh, I don't believe in Bama, but it doesn't mean you go on a road and blow everybody out. So Tulane, maybe they've earned some respect here. I am not touching this game. But at taking a home dog north to seven, and Tulane might be better than we realize. Michael Pratt, I, I have not been a big fan of his. He played incredible last week, mm-hmm. at least on paper. You're telling me it looked every bit as impressive. Mike, Mike throws 30, yeah, 40 right. yards down the field. Rhythmic throws down the sideline, throwing his guy open in the end zone. Yeah, he looked legit. All right. I, listen, take the seven and a half, take Michael Pratt, go for it. 330 window. Two big-name brands, Texas A&M, number 23, minus mm. four and a half, down at Coral Gables, Miami, Florida. This breaks my heart. I did watch a lot of this A&M game against New Mexico because I want to see Bobby Petrino's offense. Look good. Jimmy, they look they look good. Um, Wiegman, the quarterback, they got their guy. The receivers are deadly. Here's my problem. Two notes. One. Am I putting too much into a performance against New Mexico? And two, am I ready to go on the road with Jimbo Fisher and lay points? This is a battle of two teams that have spent the hell of a lot of money in NIL, neither of which has gotten it right yet. I think Miami's a year away. I think A&M, it could be this year. But why am I so goddamn scared of laying four and a half at Miami? They got no fans. The stadium's two hours off campus. Yeah. I just told you how impressed I was with AM. What am I missing here? Why am I being so weak about this? I'm in the same boat as you. This like you know what it is? It's the number. It's the four and a half, five and a half. You call it the devil's number. Some people call it the Vegas zone. It's this yeah. how do you explain it? Because I get I get twos and threes and three and a halves. I get sevens and seven and a halves, key numbers and being on the either side of it. Four and a half is a weird number to throw out there on the road. Miami's also maybe one of the biggest enigmas in college football. They they flipped like seven assistants on their staff. They're rebuilding the lines, both of them on the fly, transfer portal on the O-line, kid from Alabama, kid from Central Florida, and maybe it, it all comes together for them and they're sneaky good. It's just too early in the season, and then you're throwing in the fact that, yeah, Texas A&M yeah. On, on the come up but not there yet, and I got to flip four and a half. I like the Aggies. I like them more than you did in our preseason episode, but I don't think this is a spot I feel comfortable backing them in. I think this, for people, this is a good game to watch. Yeah. You don't have to take notes. That's what we're here for. I think these are two teams on the watch list. I think the winner of this game becomes very interesting, and if A&M gets it done, my hunch that they might get it right this year with old neck brace calling the plays, <laughs> I think that'll be true. I, I'm going to wait and see, because once again, wristband you're not any good. Okay. Isn't the I formula will, there? Will, 
Isn't the formula there for AM though? When you think about it, five-star quarterback, elite recruiting classes on the defensive line. Like that's always been the formula to sure. win your conference, be the breakout surprise team, win your division, play for a conference title. Like this would be a big spot. Like we hesitate today. They win this game by a touchdown, 10 points, two touchdowns on the road. That becomes a oh, they're here. If the number's three, I play it. Right. But four and a half, five, I I'd be shocked if it's not a close game. I just I'm not ready to back Miami, and I'm not ready to lay those kind of points on the road at what could be a live opponent. I'm just I'm I'm going to stay away. It's okay. the right move. Same window, three thirty, Fox, the nope. Cyhawk game, nope. Iowa, Iowa State. Hawkeyes Avert are minus three your and a half. Eyes. Avert. <laughs> this is me. It's like you take a kid to the movies and you don't realize like it's it's a PG thirteen or it's an R rated film, and all of a sudden the mom covers the kid's eyes because there's tits on the screen. Jim, I'm covering your. Of America, avert your eyes from this dog shit. You can play it. You do whatever you want, Jim. I will not play this. I will not watch it. I will not be partisan to this. It's a crime against football. An over-under of 36. Ding, ding, ding. That's no. the play. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my dear baby. I believe you did this last year where you found low totals and you went lower. Jim? As as your parent on this program, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Your father's made mistakes, Jim. Your father's made mistakes. Mike, think about You're it. You're not. Think You're doing about the under 36. Think about it. Three of the last four meetings have gone under 36. Uh, the exception was 2021. They were both top 10 teams at the time, if you can believe it. You tell me. Tell me that these two teams are going to combine for more than 36 points. How? Why? Show your work, most importantly. People, let's do some mathematics just to show you this. This game finishes 20-17, to 17, you lose. Repeat that. Literally, look in the mirror and say it to myself. If this is 20-17, to 17, I lose my bet. I, Jim. Mike, you just told me there's going to be four touchdowns in this game. Where? How? Why? Show me the word. Oh my God, he, I, okay, he makes a good point. Okay, okay. I, I I want listen. I want you to bet it, and I will root for you. I hope it's three to two. I I hope I just. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, Mike? It's it's my cap's going to be dead on, but there's going to be a pick six or a punt return touchdown, and it's just that's it, my it, point. It, it, you leave yourself no margin. You're going to be on your knees like you, you're praying to God. Every time there's a field goal, I don't want to live that life. I don't want to live that way. I can't. 36 and a half. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. You're really playing this under? I'm playing the under. All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you. Jim, you bet this under and you win. Not only do you get the money from the sports book, I buy you dinner. This is, people, this is a bet so wild you can feel it in your plums. I, I, like, when you look over a ledge and your nuts tingle and you're like, oh, boy, step back. When he said he's betting under 36 and a half, I, I, I got odd you. It's like somebody kicked me in the balls. I'm scared for you as a friend. But do it. You got free dinner plus a winning play if it happens. I, Godspeed. I'll let you do something like this. I will see your gross bet. And I'd like to raise you an even more disgusting one. Mm-hmm. Because I might be walking into the worst trap of the week, but here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. UTEP minus one at Northwestern. Oh, come on. Huh? Uh, Mike, UTEP has had one winning season in eight years, and they are favored on the road against Northwestern. I guess the question is, is Northwestern the bottom one of college football? A, a the league of their own, Rutgers. dead last, yeah. toxic waste. Is that That's what the line suggests, right? Yeah, and, and I think, look, it's why I just felt it in my bones. I needed to bet Rutgers last week. It's okay. It's not your fault. I'm a grown-ass man. I could have bet it if I wanted to. But I said, no, he's right. I'll stay away. Watching that game, it was so gross. It was so awful. It's not that Rutgers is any good. It's that Northwestern is absolutely terrible. Um, UTEP lost to Jacksonville State. Rich Rod. Rita. And they're favored on the road at Northwestern. Uh, There'll be no home field advantage because no one goes to Ryan Field. 
UTEP, it's not that they're good. It's that I think Northwestern's historically awful. This, to me, feels like I am walking into a rake. But there's no other way to play this game. I got to play UTEP. I got to just stick to principle. I got to stick to the book is telling you the, 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 the state of the teams. I'm going UTEP here. 330 BTN. Yikes. Can, can you pull up what the betting data is? And I want to just give people a little UTEP flavor because I think you're right. And I think I'm going to join is you on Is there such this. a thing as UTEP flavor? You what? UTEP. You what? Wait, wait, what UTEP. is this? I assume that's what they say, right? Can anybody confirm no. any El Paso alums no in the listening audience? Um, Go here, back to rate, review, subscribe. Rate, Stick to review, that. Subscribe. Here's the deal uh, with next. UTEP. Three-year starter at quarterback. I'm not telling you he's good. I'm simply pointing out he has played a lot of college football. They've got an offensive line that they can lean on, and they run the ball reasonably well. They're favored on the road. It tells you everything you need to know about Northwestern. I will play the minors. You what? You tip. Do we have Nobody any? Nobody says that. Stop saying. Do we have any betting data? Can we? Are we on a sharp side of this? I'll pull it up, Jim. I, Jim, no, I got it. J- Jim, listen, listen. Sometimes it is the sharp side. Twenty-three percent differential. All right, you just. Uh, uh, how sharp am I on betting this? Next, let me see if I can talk you out of something crazy. Your meep meep, which were they were a total disaster. I couldn't believe how Frank Harris played. Uh, and the ref screwed him at the end of the game on a terrible spot. The point is, UTSA minus the 12 and a half taking on Texas State. I'm begging you not to do this. This is like you're sitting there and there's a bowl of Coke on the table. Jim, don't do it. Well, they can't don't be, do it. They can't be as bad as they were last week offensively, right? Like we, This is the key. Don't overreact Jim? to week one. UTSA cannot play that poorly offensively. And the total suggests, by the Harris way. Frank Harris had multiple red zone picks, a pick in the end zone. Uh, they, they 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 had seven yards of carry on the ground. They don't they don't score ten points, fourteen points. Jim, all I'll tell you is, you do not get arrogant in the battle of I thirty five and lay twelve and a half. You don't do it. You don't do it. But, but Texas hold on. State. But, but this is Taylor new made. players. This is Taylor made. They're coming off a huge win, right? They scored forty one at Baylor. Is this a, they come down from the high, they go to the Alamo Dome, which is Regression loud. to the mean. Yeah. Texas and, State, everyone's getting the verbal blowjob, how good they are. Right. UTSA, your pieces of shit. Here we go. UTSA lays 12 and a half and they bomb them by 30. It's plausible. It was a it's lean. Plausible. I, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to put it out there and see if it's something that you'd recommend I play. I don't recommend it because watching your guy, Frank Harris, that was depressing. I was rooting so hard for you. If he's, if he's going to play the way he did last week, he didn't need to come back for his seventh year. Not an exaggeration. Uh, no. It's actual year seven. No. Go work at Enterprise. Like That's what they do. The if, big, we're gonna come bet, on. if we're going to bet an ESPN Plus game, which I really don't want to do, I think the next one, plus you're a state representative now of Oklahoma, number 18 Oklahoma laying 16 and a half, hosting. Get stoned. The Preston oh. Stone-led SMU Mustangs. Six o'clock ESPN plus Oklahoma. They made Butch Jones cry. Think about that. They made an opposing coach cry, scoring touchdowns on nine of their first 11 drives. SMU was a bit of a bummer. Um, they dominated. LaTeX was flat, killed my, killed my over chances. But SMU, defense looked a little better. Offense, Preston Stone is legit. Tell me I'm not crazy for at least giving a look to SMU to get in the 16 and a half. Come on. Come on. You know my position on the Sooners. I think they're winning the Big 12. This game is on the sheet just for me to remind you that the Sooners are going to win the Big 12. That has nothing to do with the point spread, my good man. I think there's an interesting way to watch this game because if Oklahoma's improved defensively, your guy Preston Stone is going to get punched to a pulp. And I think the line suggests a comfort in Oklahoma at nearly 17, just shy of the key number. Oklahoma's trying to rebuild that defense, some through the portal, some with the defensive head coach. I'm interested to watch the game. you got to tell me, because you're Mr. SMU, like you believe you're going into Oklahoma and you're slinging it all over this defense. Yes? I I think it's plausible to lose a game 42-27. to, to 27. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, Preston Stone is major talent, had offers from everybody, chose to stay at home. He's not this young deer-in-the-headlights player. He, he He's weirdly old school in that he sat behind Mordecai 
and learn for a year the right way. And I watched a lot of that game. Dude, this kid's got major ability. Look, I'm not telling you SMU's going to go win the game. How's their but defense? all of a sudden, what? You want me? Well, you want me to. How do I will rate their defense the same way I rate Oklahoma's. How do I take anything out of Arkansas State and La Tech? Butch Jones cried, Jim. The point I'm making is Oklahoma could still win this game very comfortably. But SMU's nothing to play with. We talked about it in the American Conference. We we didn't mind them along with UTSA as plus 400 to win the thing. You're getting north of two touchdowns. I just thought it was interesting. I, I actually wanted to play SMU here. Are you going to? I think the market overvalues Oklahoma. Maybe a bit. I could see it because of this, the absolute drubbing of Week One. Oklahoma seventy to two, and yeah. a grown man crying. Every drive's a touchdown. I'm going to ta- I'm going to take SMU. Okay, I'm going to. Ta- I, 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 I can't help it. What is it? The two one six or whatever it is. The area code down there. I, give me SMU. I take the sixteen and a half. But here's what I could recommend to you: mm-hmm. if you're leery of the sixteen and a half, Jim, would you say there's a better than? 66% shot, people live will be able to get SMU 19 and a half, 20. Well, that's the key, right? It's, let's say Oklahoma gets the ball first, march down the field, touchdown. Now that's you're staring 20. at 24, maybe, something How like that. How about this? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Is this legal if I tell the people it will be a play live if I can get this thing with 20? Hey, listen, it's our podcast. Or we, is we that do whatever cheap we want. to tell people? I think... Well, for record purposes, it's it's kind of cut in the corner, but li- this is advice to people who are listening. If you're listening, you like football, maybe you're betting the games, yeah. you're looking for an edge, it's an edge. We did it last week. SMU. We told people last week uh, Utah State I know, Live. and I would do the same thing here. I would think you'd get a real betting opportunity to get a juicier number, but I'll play SMU. Uh, and then what I do with my money is my choice beyond the 15 and a half. Maybe I live bet and dig a hole. I don't know. Next. This is the game, and we had to wait to get to it. It's the night game. It's the game. Saturday night, number three, Alabama, Tuscaloosa, minus seven against 10-gallon Mike, number 11, Texas. What are we doing? You going to do it? Do it? Am I getting seven? Seven flat. Texas. Look, I can, I, I'm just not going to back down. Let me explain this two ways because I know what Jim is doing, people. He's going to use this as a way to needle me that if Texas loses this game, that they're not back, which is wrong. They're going to go 11 and 1, and they're going to win the Big 12. The point I make is I don't believe in this Alabama team. I don't believe in the quarterback spot. I actually read an article where someone called Milrow or Milrine, whatever his name is, the, the second coming of Jalen Hurts. Huh? They don't have NFL wide receivers. I don't believe in the Bama O-line. It's not nearly as good as they used to be. Uh, Injuries everywhere in the secondary where multiple starters are, quote, uncertain for this weekend. Tech, this is the best Texas team in 15 years. They are deep. They are talented. They are loaded for bear. They didn't show shit last week against Rice because why would you? I got to play Bama the next week. Now, is it always a possibility you show up in Tuscaloosa and you realize, oh, my God, I'm at Alabama, and I'm pretty sure that was an unsafe fart? Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. But I'm riding with my guys. I believe in what Sarkeesian's built. I believe, look, I'm not even using last year's game as a data point. Just throw it in the garbage. The game was in Austin, and it got nothing to do with this. From a talent perspective, This is as close as Texas has ever been to the Saban-Bama teams. I mean that. I'm going to ride with my guys. And if they fall short, they don't cover, Texas is still back. I'm taking Texas. I'm taking the seven. Hook them. These are stats you're going to see (laughs) everywhere. These are stats you're going to see everywhere, but they're obligatory. Saban, 28-2 against former assistants. And... Bama, 21 straight wins at Bryant-Denny, longest active home win streak in the country. Last year, we gave a stat, Saban, road games, a lot of penalties, a lot of dumb mistakes. At home, they're more buttoned up. And I think that's kind of the message for Alabama this season. No, they don't have uh, an otherworldly quarterback. But he can move. He can extend plays. They're going to run the ball. They're going to get back to basics and play defense. And if I'm looking at Quinn Ewers, mullet or no mullet, in this environment, on the road against the Nick Saban defense – Mike, I like Bama. I don't know if I should do play it. them minus the seven. It's Want right. Sweatshirts? 
I already owe you the one sweatshirt. I don't know if yeah, I'm make no, it two I haven't two seen weeks. that order confirmation come mm-hmm. through, you slow-playing son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Listen, I, I'm not pressuring you. I'm just saying, if you have this level of conviction and smarm, might want to put some threads on it, too. Mm. Offers there. Because I got no problem adding some good fall wear. Maybe it'll be a zip-up this time. Maybe it won't be a hoodie. So do this, whatever you want to do. This is, what I'm, this is what I'm going to do. Because it's a flat seven, and I want to have action on the game. I'll bet Bama, knowing that mm. there's a chance this pushes. Okay. But I think that there's, they're winning this game. And at home, can they get it over a touchdown? Yes. I'll bet it. This is a tepid bet, but it's a bet this? that I want to have something on this game. It's the game this week. All right. And I'm a gentleman. Evan, let the record state. Jim, I will offer you this deal. I may as well work for FanDuel at this point. Here's a no-sweat first bet, risk-free. Uh, I will offer you Bama covers or pushes. You win. For the sweatshirt? Yep. Double or nothing? Double or nothing. Because I have not put the confirmation in yet. Okay, let's do double or nothing. Oh, you son of a bitch. So you want to get yourself out of it. Oh, no, 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 no. Double not if I've shown you the sweatshirt I want. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a separate sweatshirt. Se- separate bet. Okay, fine. Separate bet. Bama, I get the push. Seven or better. You got it. Done deal. Staying at night. Hook them. Roll Tide. Number 13, <laughs> Oregon. Number 13, Oregon. They're minus six and a half. They're in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Seven o'clock on Fox. You know what to do. You know. What to do? Road Bo Nix? Texas Tech plays the weird game in Laramie. Lightning delays. The other team dressed up as giant urine samples. Texas Tech comes home at night. They're throwing tortillas on the field. Guns up. Bo Nix at home. Legend. Bo Nix on the road. Dud. Texas Tech take the six and a half. Boom. Walk me back to the Big 12 preview. Texas Tech was kind of this dark horse team. I think they're a team that, I don't know, did you still think they are. had a shot this year like that the people were sleeping on? I know. I mean, they still are. Joey McGuire's doing an incredible job down there. They're recruiting better than they ever have. Jim, they took a very strange game at like 7,000 feet altitude, massive weather delay. I don't know what you're doing playing at Wyoming. Honestly, your athletic director should be fired. I just view it like who gives a shit? Look at the schedule they're playing here. I think the book is telling you. Look, Tech loses to Wyoming. Oregon puts up 80 on Portland State. Six and a half? On the road at night? Yeah, that is a Texas weird one. Tech back against the wall spot, wounded animal theory. I just, I, I believe you have to take Tech here. You might talk me. I mean, or you don't play the game, but I, I think you got to play them. The line seems off, and it's the classic, like, you, you bet into it. Texas Tech plus six and a half. I'll add it to the card. Guns up, brother. Let's do it. Guns up. Throw a torch. Plus, they're going to be murdered out. All black uniforms. Come on. The mascot looks like Yosemite Sim with that, that red mustache. Come on. I'm they got Zorro him. riding out pregame. How do you fight it? Plus the six and a half. All right. Wish it was Come seven, on. but that's how we play. All right. Uh, I've got a few more in the nightcap. Two more, actually, in the nightcap. You could take the people to the next two. I can't believe these are even on the card. Well, one of them's an ABC kick. I mean, this is like a prime time major game in week two of college football. It's number 19, Wisconsin, minus six and a half at the Palouse at Wazoo. Now, it's jarring if you watched Wisconsin last week. They got offensive linemen in two-point stances. The QBs in the shotgun. Mordecai threw two picks. It's still a running team, even out of the gun. They're figuring it out. There's some issues. It was 7-7 with Buffalo for the first 29 minutes of that game. It was a four-point game at the half. So I think Wisconsin's still figuring some things out. Wazoo's getting six and a half at home, slinging the ball around with Cam Ward. Got some playmakers. Is it Wazoo or pass? What are, are you being serious with me right now? Yeah, is it Wazoo or pass? Oh, it's pass for me. Okay. First of all, I don't tr- I don't trust Wisconsin as far as I could throw them. Right. I hate the identity change, but you want me to bet on Washington State? Well, aren't you Look, like the Palouse at night? Although I, I guess I guess this isn't really a night kick. It's seven thirty Eastern time. It's a day no. This game. is an athletic director should be fired game. 
don't know why you're traveling out to the Washington Montana border. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Cam Ward. That's my biggest problem. He threw 450 Cam last Ward week. I'll be it against nobodies, but right, Colorado State. It's just look. If you're forcing me to play the game, I would take Wazoo. But luckily, this isn't North Korea, and you can't make me do that. So I'm not going to play it. If you want to bet Wisconsin well, going add- on a row laying seven, uh, God bless. So let me just go back because I've already added Texas Tech. Would you rather bet Texas Tech or Washington State? Your answer is Texas Tech, right? Oh, Tech. Of the All two day. home teams getting six and a half points at night on Saturday. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's you wounded take animal theory. Okay. Tech, back against the wall. Everyone's been telling you you're a piece of garbage this week, not just Riley Leonard's mom. You you respond or your season's toast. All right, and then we end with a game that I am going to play, and it features a coach that I think you like. No, Mike, I'm going to talk you into this one. It's Arizona State hosting Oklahoma State. The Cowboys minus three and a half, 1030 FS1. I have not seen a broadcast crew. I can't find the Petros game. I think this might be him. And here's what I want to do. I want to play the Sun Devils. 80% 80% of the public is on Okie State. One problem. They stink. They played three quarterbacks last week, including Gundy's kid. He also stinks. Their defense, third defensive coordinator in three years, only two starters back. It's a work in progress. ASU, Kenny Dillingham. That's your guy. You like him. Young, energetic, I offensive like coach. He was Dilly at Florida Dilly. State. He was at Oregon last year. And he's got a freshman quarterback, highly touted, Jaden Rashad. Was it Jaden Rashida? Rashada? Rashada, yeah. And they're running That's the these... kid who Miami allegedly paid like 9.5 to, right? Yeah, it was Miami and Florida then was interested. He ends up out, out in the desert. They're running these sprint out, deep ball throws, and he's he looks really good. I'm getting three and a half. I'm going against the public. I'm taking a home team that can score points. A team that has a quarterback as opposed to a team that doesn't have a quarterback. Mike, can yeah. you join me late night, 10.30, bleary-eyed, watching football all day, a 1 a.m. finish? Are you with me on Sounds Arizona like State? Nightmare. You know, there was – that is the text I sent you last week when it was both Baylor and Oklahoma State was in danger of losing two. Correct. Jim, I just, I, I, no, please, I beg of you. Not, I, this is awful. Please don't ask me to bet this game. Okay. Friends don't make friends do this. This is horrible. I don't have an, a read on it. Neither team is a QB. You're talking up a true freshman. I, I don't want to go that route. Arizona State stinks. They got a bowl ban. Uh, b- buddy, you're on your own. You want to take the Sun Devils? God bless. I've been to Tempe. I've been to Sun Devil Stadium. I wish I went to school there. That's all I'll tell you. Move along. We don't get any more of that story? No. No, because it's not salacious. I just went there <laughs> well, I mean, and go, God damn, I, I made a mistake. No, you walk around Tempe and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is like being on vacation every day. I mean, it's unbelievable. Rooftop. Rooftop bars and uh, a functioning downtown, sunlight, all the things you don't get in the Big Ten. What do you want? I have mistakes. Well, it's, it's Big 12 country now, effective next year, right? Oh, you're right. This is a, this is a right. Big 12 preview special. Uh, that's the board. It's brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. You want to give people your final card? Yeah, and how about this? How about the teaser pleaser? If you do a four-way tease like we talked about, we've had some fun with these. I've got four underdogs you can run this on. Actually, three. You know what we could do? You do the five-and-a-half-point tees, and you get UTEP getting four. You get NC State getting 13. You get SMU getting 21-and-a-half, and you get Texas Tech getting 12. You cross all the key numbers. Yeah, four-way dog teaser. That, that might be where I go. My plays, UTEP minus one and a half, NC State getting seven and a half, Texas getting seven, VTech minus three, SMU plus 16 and a half, Tech plus six and a half. Jim, I swear to you, I'm going 0 and 6. I just got that email from Riley Leonard's mom. I have nine plays Kansas minus three, Nebraska plus two and a half, NC State plus the seven and a half, Tulane plus the seven and a half, UTEP minus one, the under in the Cyhawk game, under 36 and a half, only if you dare, 
The most tepid Alabama minus seven is on my card. Really wish I had the six and a half from last week. Texas Tech plus the six and a half. You talked me into it. And Arizona State plus three and a half at home. People, that's the app. You know what to do. Jimmy, tell them. Rate, review, subscribe. Notifications Mm. on, people, because the NFL comes out this week. We will have episodes on every single game in the NFL. Make sure you're there. We're getting gross, baby. Bring a bar of soap. We are getting in the mud. You're going to need to shower after this NFL episode with some of the teams I'm betting on. Buckle up. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Cash the Ticket.